Yo, what's going on everybody? Yo, what's good man? Welcome back to another episode of the Brian Johnson Show, man. I know the last couple episodes have been crazy. We have some really good guests and I have got to say it has been it's been really dope to have these guests on here, man. And then shout out to everybody who's been on, man, from Doug Work up into Crump, man. Just shout out to everybody in between, everybody, man. Um, first and foremost, um, today we got my man DJ Pinnacle. Now, I've known Pinnacle since we were kids. So <laughs> this episode, we're going to be talking about a lot of different things, man. Uh, just just a whole bunch of stories, man. And just talking about a lot about how we came up, man. Like, because at one point I was managing this dude and it was working out. But, you know, then again, you don't really you can't really manage somebody if you don't if you're not in a good place yourself, because how are you going to manage somebody and manage yourself? It doesn't necessarily work that well. So on this episode, you're going to get to know him, man. He's he's just he's going to talk a lot about his life and how he's kind of overcame a lot of like issues that he had to deal with, things that he had to overcome, things that he had to take care of, man. We're going to be just talking about a random amount of stuff, too. So I hope you guys enjoy the show, man. And thanks again for tuning in, man. I appreciate all you guys, man. And if you have any questions, any concerns, anything that you guys want to talk about, if you think somebody should be on the show, man, let me know. You can go to the Instagram and check it out. Everything, man. Otherwise, man, listen, just take care, man. Big shout out to everybody who, um, who's been who's been showing me love. And don't forget, you can check this on Podbeam, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play at this point. So make sure you check it out on one of those things as you're listening to it right now, man. So God bless you guys, man. Take care, man. Thanks again. All right? Peace. Go. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Brian Johnson Show. Another show. This is episode nine. I got nine people. Yeah, I was blown away last episode when I said I did eight, but now I got nine, and today I got a really cool dude, but this is my man, and like I said on the last episode, man, some people are friends and some people are family, man. This That's is, right. This is my man, 100. My man, he helped me out. He believed in me when I, nobody else believed in me. COS, back man. In the, back in the day, man, circle of success. That's right. My man, my man, DJ Pinnacle. It's like a brother- that I never wanted, but I love this guy. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's, that's what we're doing now. Welcome to that's the show, Mr. Pinnacle. <laughs> <laughs> now, yo, please introduce yourself to the people, Mr. Pinnacle. Oh, what's going on, y'all? Um, DJ Pinnacle right here. T-Neck, New Jersey is where I reside. Born Patterson, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Know what it is, highwayman through and through. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got to shout out my brother, Lenny. Yes. Representing Howard, but... Myself, I did a 10 Hampton, so you know what time it is. <laughs> Bang. There you go. There you go. Take a shot at Dove. That's my brother, though, man. Shout out to him. That's my brother, though. Congratulations again on the little one he just had, man. Yeah, facts, man. That's a blessing right there. Yo, so, Penn, let's jump right into it, man. Let's, let's go. Let's go right into let's it go. now, man. Now, you're a DJ. Correct. Yes. And you are a what we call a working DJ. Some people say they're DJs. That means they do family events. This man has been working as a DJ for how long now? I would have to say started doing basement parties in like 05, 06, but then really getting, didn't really hit like, you know, professional. I would yeah. say more like 07. Yes. Like around there. So, 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 you know what I mean? So I've been doing this for a while. You know what I mean? Right, doing right. this for a while. Now, you started out 
I remember back in the day, you came over from Patterson, you moved to Teaneck. Yeah. Now, when you came over, you instantly, you know, you, you ingratiated yourself into the lifestyle. You met a bunch of people. I'm guessing you, you could have friends and yeah. everything else. Yeah, Now, when did the the inkling for DJing become something that kind of like sparked your interest? Because I'm, I'm circling this around, I'm guessing, around 10th grade of high school. Did, did that start coming yeah. into play? I mean, for me, like I've always been into music. For like since I was little, you know what I mean, Mom Dukes, yeah, who play you know R and B, and I that's how I knew like all the old school, like the right. Phillips Hyman, Luther Vandross. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It already, he's going. So his his w- knowledge of music is very very extensive. Just FYI, I mean, know. oh, I could take you back to Motown I, if I want to, man. I could do nah. Smokey Robinson, nah. Temptations. You know what I mean, we. we we could go there, but <laughs> that's for I another mean, episode with music episode. We are gonna stick to the to what's going on like that, But that's like when it started 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 young. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But then it really, really, I would say, got more into it when my mother remarried. Um, for the last time, and I mean, shout out my pops. Okay. His birthday is Friday, so Pop Dukes. Big shout out to pops. You know man. what I mean? Pence Pop is the truth, y'all. If you ever get a chance to meet him, have a conversation. Go ahead. Yeah, man. Um, cause he pretty much integrated me even more into music because he was in a band. Right, right. So he had he had all the vinyl lying mm-hmm, around. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Matter of fact, I actually got my ad. Oh my god, my ass book for scratching up Michael Jackson Thriller. <laughs> This is I, this is not for people who know this bit. This is not very hard to believe. You know what ben I mean? is a mistress dude. He likes to get in the shit. You know I mean, I, I seen it. He had like the old school turntable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the really super. Not even techniques. It's like before the techniques. Right. Right. Okay. And then I was like, yo, let me see. I, I always loved. Everyone always thought about being a DJ. I was like, let me see what the error is about. <laughs> and then for the Eric John. Oh, uh, uh, oh, my, my bad. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? But yeah, now nah, Pop Dukes, man, put me on. And then um, when I was little, if you're a true Bergen County kid growing up, right, right, you've been to the skating rink in Bergenfield. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So that's yeah. where I got my first taste Facts. of Facts. becoming, like, want to become a DJ. Right. So it was cats like Kid Capri, which mm. is my favorite DJ of all time. Right. Um, DJ Crypey, shout out to him. Actually, DJ with him a couple of times as coming up. Mm-hmm. He gave me tips. Funk Flex before Funk Flex is like, you know. Funk Flex. Exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? And you, that's when you had B.I.G. walking around, Foxy walking around. Ooh. Wendy Williams was still on Hot 97. Havoc. Uh, God rest. Uh, it was, it was Havoc. No, it was, it was God rest his soul. It was Prodigy. Prodigy. Got, got punched in the face by Red Man, right? Yeah. God rest that man's soul. You know what I mean? So... I couldn't skate back then. Right, right, right. I still can skate now, FYI. Um, <laughs> but my, my, my brother my brother skated his behind off. Yeah. But yeah, my thing was, you know, I'm going to just walk across the skating rink and go into the DJ booth. Right. And that's how I climb up there and I'm going to go over there like, okay, this is what they're doing up here. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'll just watch them. I see the, fe- the females, you know, dancing the sound and dirt. Mind you, this is 18 and over. To get in. Right. I'm about 11, maybe? <sighs> I could. 12? 11, 12? <laughs> this is crazy. So I'm a kid. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a kid. Me and my brother, like, we kids, we chilling with um, 18 over people. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it, it was a cool experience. You know what I mean? But that really, like, introduced me into, like, yo, I really want to, you know, take this seriously. And then going into high school, my biggest thing was recording DJ Clues. You know, Tuesday nights, 
That's when he dropped new music. So I would just record, 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 record. That was a big thing. That Mexel tape, that the mm-hmm. that gray one was like, if you had a gray one, you were you were really serious about your yeah, music. Nah, definitely. So like, like in high school, people like, yo, John, um, can you give me some music? This and and there. I'm like, yo, all right, cool, I got you. I'll go home, right. copy it on a, on a cassette tape. Yo, here, here, here. You nice. know what I mean? And so, like, I got integrated into music that way. And then yeah. when I went to school in um, Hampton, I was I was dubbing CDs. You know what I mean? I remember I actually download um, I forgot, I forgot the DJ program, but it's like one of them like beginning DJ programs for mm-hmm. a computer, right? And right. that's how I really integrated myself in learning BPMs. Mm. And once I knew how to, I was like, okay, cool. So once I really know like what BPMs is about, like to get in the timing right, this way you can blend music. Next thing you know, I'm DJing dorm parties. How was that for you? you that was I was love, especially like because Hampton wasn't co-ed. What year did you go to Hampton? Oh one. Oh one. So yeah. you're, so you're down there. Oh one. This is pre nine eleven or after nine eleven? This is not nine eleven happened. Nine eleven happened. As a matter of fact, I got the call. Okay. That that was. I think I think two calls I got that pretty much shook me. Uh, one, Aaliyah died. Right. Right. And. Everybody knows me. I'm one of the biggest Aaliyah fans, Aaliyah fans ever. Right. And then I got the call about 9-11, which shit the hell out of me because my mother was like, a lot of stuff is going on. But, oh, but a lot of stuff was going on, And then on, she brother. was like, don't be alarmed. <laughs> don't be alarmed, but your father just went over there. Oh, wow. To help. I'm like, huh? <laughs> and the crazy part about it is, mm. as an adult, I just found out my father was supposed to be in the building for a meeting at that time. But by God's grace, the meeting got canceled. He stayed home. Yeah. And then boom, planes, planes. That's what's, I mean, being that far away at yeah. that time must have been freaky for you. Oh, it was. I, I couldn't do anything. Yeah, you're helpless. You're helpless. You know what bro. I'm saying? Like, yeah. my, I remember class being canceled, everybody like turning the TV, mm-hmm. getting a phone call from my mother, from my aunts. Right. You know what I mean? I, I, that was a crazy time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I mean, me DJing the dorm parties was like, it was dope, man. That's cool. cool. And I mean, you know, it also is my cousin's, um, Ex-boyfriend at the time, he was actually interning at Power 105.1, mm-hmm. and he had turntable set up, so he would teach me a few things here and there. So this is when that when that is happening. This is and, and you came home from Hampton at that point. Yeah. Now you had come home from Hampton. What, what year was that when you started like getting into the radio? Thing? I mean, re- re- I mean, really taking it seriously. Out. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, not taking it seriously, but really like trying it out on, on my own. Yeah. Would be about like. 0506. 0506. Now I mean, I would have like basement parties. Right. Now I mean, people would come through, and I had like um this new Mark CDJ early controller joint. Like, <laughs> now you learned on vinyl, am I right? You learned on yeah, learned. I on, like, I, I learned on vinyl, mm-hmm. but then I went to CD CDs. I got you. And what I would do was with the CDs, I would have well at that time I was working at Best Buy. Right. So I would be getting the mean discounts on all the CDs <laughs> that came out. So I would be like, yo, I'll be racking on CDs. And then, mm-hmm. you know, you know the booklets that you put the CDs in. Right, right. They come in like 120. Yeah. I would cop those. I had about eight of them. Yo. For so all, I would travel to clubs with them. For all those who don't understand what we're talking about right now, getting a CD, hell, if you got a CD early was the equivalent of getting Jordans early. Facts. It was like, it was like you were the man. Like I can remember clearly the day I got, back in the day, I got Mace's CD. Yeah. I got Mace's CD and I got it before everybody else got it and it was like double up. I was like the man, yo. I got Mace's CD 
two weeks oh, before. Oh, it's big. And I got and it's I remember, big. I remember I got Nori's first CD. Yeah. Oh my god. It's huge, Joe. Like if you if you if you that dude in the hood, you got the CD first. Yes. You're that man. Yeah, you are, brother. Nah, yeah, I mean, you are. People yeah, you will are. come to you like, yo, let me burn it, or like, yo, let me borrow it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's it, it was it was it was a gem. It was a jewel, especially Big if you're jewel. if you're a music head. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, I used to write down on every city that I I burned because I have, I would actually like you know make doubles. Because right, I would right. need it while I would DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mind you, at this time, I would think I was DJing at Geronimo's in Tina on off season lane. What? That, that, that was my first gig weekly. Mm, and shout out to DJ Evil D. Mm-hmm. He was my mentor, as well as DJ Carl Blaze, RIP. Nice. Those two dudes pretty much helped me out and, and, and gave me the tips that I needed in order to, um, you know, DJing, to start off. When you started out, so you went to you went to Geronimo's. That was like your first like gig yeah. gigs. How was like the scene back then? I mean, it was to me it was cool. You know what I mean, you had FDU that was there, right? Then you know you had like the you know the twenty five or older crowd that was mm-hmm. there too. Yeah. And like with me, at that time I was young, right? And I'm playing throwbacks. <laughs> you know what I mean? The twenty five, the thirty plus, they were like, oh, okay, this kid's. Pretty decent. Sweet. Now I mean, and off that gig, I got the gig in Fairview at um used to be called Club Drama. Mm-hmm. And um uh, now it's a liquor store, which is whack. But anyway. <laughs> it's a damn liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I opened up for Carl Blaze. All right, all right. And right. Evil D came with me. It was cool too. So right, now right. I mean that's when Serato first dropped. I didn't know what the hell Serato was. Serato. I never knew what Serato was. Right, 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 right. Until I met Carl Blaze and he told me like, yo, this is Serato, blah, blah, blah. It does this, does this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's just crazy that that picture was one of the, that's the picture that me and him took that night was the last picture we ever had. Yeah. You know what I'm God, saying? Yo, man. So, Jesus. You took it to Serato and like, you're taking me back here yeah. in my mind. This is like, oh, this is like, oh, six, oh, seven. Yeah, man. Hold on real quick. One second. Hold on here. Ah, now Evil D gave you your first break was, and you got you kind of got your first foot in the door as a, as a resident. You were a resident DJ there? Oh, yeah. on Thursday nights. Yeah, Thursday night resident DJ. Mm-hmm. Did you get a lot of your people trying to get trying to get in what? the spot? <laughs> Thursdays used to be crazy. Thursday, Everybody Thursdays for would college get in. students at that at, time. You're at a college age, so yeah. No, I mean, thing. so like even people I know that wasn't even 21 was like, "Yo, get me in, get me in, yeah, get me in," like. Yeah. I mean, but it was love. I always had that support, and people came out. Then once actually, like, yo, this this kid is actually pretty good. Right. And then things took off from there. Did you ever, at that point, you had built up some hood celebrity? What kind of what did did your friendships begin to change? Did you see a, a change in people around you? How people um, reacted around you at that point, or not? Even? I don't know about like hood celebrity, but um, yeah. it's a little but, bit of hood celebrity. But, I mean, but, you're a DJ getting you getting the bookings and stuff, man. But I mean, I, some people, I mean. Usually my day ones, but always been my day ones, and right, that right, never right. changed. Right. But then it's like it's almost like the business. Like some people that did for you at the moment, some people when the moment's not there, they dip. I got you. I got you. Now I mean that's like that back then. It's still like that to this very day in 2018. <laughs> Industry 101. Not everybody's going to be the same. Oh, never. <laughs> people switch up like that. Yeah, exactly. Now when you you you're so you're at Geronimo's, things are rolling for you at this point, right? Yeah. 
how did that how did things start to translate where you started I know you started moving in towards the radio. Yeah. And how did how did in at that time I know it was, it was Hot 97 Power 105 were beginning to yeah. were, were were in their not their beginning stages but they were beginning it, the the rivalry was beginning yeah. at that point. Well, pretty much like Hot 97 was the A show. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Power 105 one was just like the taking off, like it's, it's like still baby steps, you know right, what I mean? Right, right. It was it was D League. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So once I got integrated with the big homie DJ Carl Blaze after open for opening for him right. at Drama and Fairview. Yes. That's when I'm like, okay, so it's other avenues besides just Hot 97. Right, right, right. You know what right. I mean? And Carl Blaze, God rest his soul, like one of the dopest DJs. Like he used to DJ at the spot called Baba Luz with Ed Lover. Because oh. Ed Lover had the morning show on Power wow. 1. Ed Lover, B. That's taking you know it I mean? there, yo. So that was like, I used to go like, pretty much, if he's there, I would go out, support. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Say what's up, learn, listen. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's one thing it, about Penn. Penn can be a sponge, man. He can be a major sponge. When he wants to be, he gets locked into something, he sponges that. Not oh, definitely. Yo. Not definitely. Like I, I learned like how to not just play music, mm-hmm. but how to read the crowd. Right. And that's what a lot of DJs or quote unquote DJs. Yes, we're gonna get into this quote unquote <laughs> DJ life. No, I mean don't understand. They didn't just they go play a hot record. Right. They dope. Yeah. But yet what are you playing after that? Right. Which mixing after that. Yeah. Which mixing after that. Exactly. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So you need to learn how to read the crowd. And that's what Car Blaze taught me how to read the crowd. Now I mean and how to switch it up. Do you now, feel like the the, the the these new DJs um, respect the craft and understand the craft of DJing? You have some that do, but then you have some that just do it just to be cool. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, just selected. because you put a DJ in front of your name don't make you a DJ. Right, right. What do you... Is DJ... Uh, who's that DJ academic? Is he like... Was he ever a DJ? I don't know. I have Honestly, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because I haven't heard of academics until... Like social media, yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, and to me, like, and he from, I think he's from Jersey too, right? He's from Jersey. So, yeah. and I trust me, we had a, a new back in the day. I think it's like 2010, mm-hmm. Like we had actual a Jersey coalition mm-hmm. of DJs, right? I, yo, I think I remember that. I remember you saying that, yo, if you're in Jersey, you know, you're a DJ. Everyone kind of knows each other. Exactly. If if you're a Jersey DJ and you're out there doing it, like you actually yeah. like made a name for yourself, you know each other. Yeah. Know what I mean, like. Yeah. It's been like just shout out a couple of DJs. Like you got the DJ Cali Cows, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The mm-hmm. Wallahs. Mm-hmm. You had the DJ Frosty. Right, right. Know what I mean? Spin King. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? So you so everybody pretty much knew each other. You know what I'm saying? Like right. T Moody, another another um another dope dirty Jersey DJ that yeah. we all came in the same circle. Right. So there's no way you guys wouldn't know each other in that Yeah, case. from from like Birkin County to Basse County to Essex. Like yeah. we all pretty much work with each other. So right. like you know, you knew who was hot, right? And you know who was stunting. I got you. I got you. I got you. Now, back in those days, like I used to, I used to see there was a lot of DVDs being put out. You know, um, shout out to French because he was like putting out the hood DVDs like a motherfucker. Oh he yeah. Just did DVDs and they featured a lot of DJs. They featured a lot of people. Def. Now, back then, I remember you had gotten with some people from High ninety seven, and at that time, I knew you started moving. How was yeah, how was that? Yeah, yeah, how yeah. was that for you at that time? I know at that point, I know you were just like, "Yo, yeah, I'm I, getting here. I'm getting honestly, something." Honestly, at that here. time, it was it was surreal because mm-hmm. I remember from just DJing 
you know, little joints here and there. Mm-hmm. So like actually like I'm I was like shout out to DJ Bobby Trends. I was his opener at one point. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. I'm DJing on Monday nights, Tuesday nights. Like nights normally people don't go out. Right. But yeah, I'm there and it's actually industry heads there. You know what I mean? And then and that's when you turn on Hot 97 and Trends is on. Yo, shout out DJ Pinnacle. So then I get phone calls. Yo, I heard your name, heard your name on the radio. You know what I'm saying? So that's when I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh okay. So maybe I'm really doing something. You right, know, right. know what I'm saying? And then I'm meeting celebrities. This is this is like early, you know, 10s, like 2010, 2011, 2012. At this time, are you working, still working at Best Buy at this point? No, nah, I've been left Best Buy. Okay, okay. Honestly, um, around that time, Around the time I hooked up with Trends, I was actually DJing full time. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's why I was able to DJ during the weekday, mm-hmm. not just weekends. So you industry time, you were, yeah. you were DJing during the You know what I'm saying? Time. And pretty for those, much. For those who don't know, industry time is during the week, everything yeah. else. That's we call civilians or sat- civilians or weekends, industry yes. is weekdays. So, so, like, at that time, man, I'm just, I'm soaking everything again because, yo, like, I went from just DJing local bars to so next thing you know, I'm DJing with DJ Drama, DJ Khaled. I'm doing, I mean, Day 26 came out, I'm DJing their release party. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm DJing with different radio DJs now. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, the Sus Ones, DJ Selfs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, all those, like, I'm DJing with everybody now. <laughs> so, like, it comes a point when, like, people know me, people hear my name on the radio. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, these, I'm, Pinnacle's really doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I was just blessed at that time to be where I was. You know what I mean? To have residencies in, in, in New York City clubs, like premier New York City clubs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's clubs that um, got Promenade, um, HK Nightclub, right. Imperial. You shouting out some major places um, back then, bro. Like, some uh, really heavy spots, man. Yeah, man. Um, Club TNY, Temple. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? That, that was pretty... Taking the Temple, boy. Tim, Temple was my first New York City residency <laughs> ever. And I got a shout out, um, Star... DNR, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, yeah. slab DNR. You know, what I mean, they put me on to that back in the day, man. Um, but those days, those were like prime time party days, man. And you, and you, and it at, was life. At that point, I, I uh, sort of remember. I remember like all of a sudden, because I, I, I'm a little older than Penn, and I was like slowly transitioning at that time when he was beginning to grasp his hold into the club scene. I was transitioning out of it, but I remember hearing about him. Blowing up on my social media because that's the time Facebook had yeah. just become started taking hold of people, and that's mm-hmm. when social media began to grow. Yep. You know, before you guys can look, there was Black Planet, it was Mahente, there <laughs> was oh, man. there was um wow there there was MySpace and all these places. Great, oh yeah, MySpace. But, oh man, but when Facebook came into the thing, Facebook was the first personal personal level. Facebook was a game changer. Yeah, because it it made everybody personalized. That Definitely. Facebook chat. Let me tell Definitely. you something. A lot of people, I'm talking about a lot of people were Facebook dating early in the game. Super early. Listen, that's how it was. But I say all to say, you would also know where the club was. You also know Definitely. where it was popping was because you would Definitely. look on Facebook and, oh, this is where everybody's Flyers, going. Everybody making was, event yeah. pages, all that. And you know was, I mean, you, all that helped out. Yeah, it was major. And I remember I remember seeing John, well, Pinnacle, as we say, and, and I was like, yo, wait a minute. I know this guy. It's from my way with what? Hold up! All of a sudden, now he's no longer this dude I knew from who lived a few blocks from where I live. Literally, literally, literally. He's now he's DJ Pinnacle. That's the first time I realized like 
this man had made a name for himself. And I, I respect that because not many people at that stage of their lives can say they were making a name for themselves. Now, you had gone through that and there was a point in time where you you had a, a move, you had to move on from Hana Seven. You had to move on from other things. And you decided, like, look, I gotta move my life in a different way, just a little bit. Yeah. Did now when you were moving away from that and you were going like, all right, I gotta go do my thing and try to build this up. I remember there was a point in time in your life where you were just like, yo, I'm I got these things going on, but I really want to strike out as DJ Pinnacle and try to do your thing as DJ Pinnacle and build yeah. your little build your empire. Yeah. Did you were you afraid of how it would be received when you decided to go your own way? Honestly, um, honestly, I wasn't afraid because mm-hmm. end of the day, I, I I had a confidence in myself. Right. End of the day, God got me, my family got me, so I know I'll be all right. Right. But um, <laughs> but it's a lot of politics, man. Like, uh-huh. and the main reason that drove me to actually want to build my own brand was politics. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the industry has a lot like, of politics, like, man. It's like real. it's like what can you do for me? Yeah. In order for me to help you out. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And then people like, you know, that's supposed to be in your corner, not really fully in your corner. Right. So to me, I'm like, yo, I can't rely on certain people like that. I need to actually go out here and do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when you know, some people gravitated to that. And some people was like, you know what? You never be nothing. <sighs> know what I mean? I have that told to me. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Wow. I can't and, believe so and, and, and only that, people yeah. blackball you too. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's been certain clubs that I've been trying to get work at. They're like, nah. So you know what I'm saying? So that 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 built me into want to um to want to do this even more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I came in front. I would say like around the time I was like 28, 29 ish. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I thought about giving it up. Honestly, I think I, 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 I was I was around that time. I came around that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like like I really thought about giving it up, and um, pretty much my mom was like, "Yo, don't give up on your dream." Mm-hmm. And then like. On, uh, on the DJ is pretty much that I helped out that those who know the story mm-hmm. know what's up but shout out to DJ Spanking he was the one that spoke to his brother Star and Star came to me was like yo don't give up right know what I'm saying right and I kept going that's what you have to do know what I'm saying that's and what you have to do I said a lot of people don't know that and I mean yeah. if, if you know me I'm a private person like yeah. I don't like to when it comes to the personal yeah. stuff, Pen Pen will he'll, he'll become a shut door. He'll come a shut door. He'll come a shut door. He'll give he look, he'll do he'll put on the DJ hat real quick and go hand and talk about shit. But not definitely. But it's like he wanted he's definitely like he always felt like you always feel like you wanna you keep a lot of stuff to yourself. And I respect that because you have to. Not definitely you protect yourself. Because a lot of people like to take stuff, misconstrue it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And like I like to keep my personal stuff to my, either to myself or to those that I trust with it. Did you ever feel like, because at that point, I think, well, well, I remember when this was happening. We, I just, I think we started linking up at that point. Yeah, it was around that time. Around that time. And we go, let me tell y'all something, man. When you're a new guy and you're out there and you're trying to make something happen on your own, and then you start linking up with a whole bunch of people who are trying to do their thing too, it's a powerful thing. You all feel like you're going in, in one direction. Yeah, definitely. But it's also... A struggle because everyone has their own idea of what yeah. they want to do. Yeah. Now I remember we started that we started a show, we started mm-hmm. a radio show that went really real well. biz radio that was really dope real until biz. 
Knox. Yeah. Shout out to Bill. Shout out to um, Danielle. That's, yeah, that, that's yeah. yo. To me, man, we would have been the the real Breakfast Club. Yeah, we sure honestly. Would've. Yeah, we yeah. had the blueprint. Yeah, we had it locked so, down, and this is just right saying. when the, the Breakfast Club had just started airing, and we just had we had they basically had our idea, and it was just we went we were trying to go ham with that, but you know situations happen at that point. Yeah, and um, we needed to make changes, but. I remember clearly at that point, like you were like, I gotta push for what I got going on. Definitely. And thank God that you did do that. Because I think that when you decide to go and push yourself to that to that level, mm-hmm. um, that at that point everybody pin pin began to excel at like learning how to value his brand. Definitely. So speak to me about during that time. And because you had a, we had a load of people that were like in that in that zone, yeah. that were talented and yeah, it's a lot of talented art, people artists and everything. What did you? What were? You, what was your? What do you take away from that time? Or what do you? What, take me back to that time. What, what was going through your head during that time? Um, well, like, like around that time, like I knew, like I I had to put a chokehold on my brand mm-hmm. on a business tip. Yeah, like people knew I was. People knew that I was like I, I was talented. Yes, in DJing. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, okay, you're talented, but what else you got to show for it? Like, right. what else can you do with it? Yeah. How you go to market yourself? How you go to build yourself? Yeah. So at that time, then that's when I'm like, you know what? I need that's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Know what I'm saying? So, just doing research, seeing the best ways to try to incorporate myself in different things, and then I also try to. Instead of just doing clubs, because I was just doing clubs, 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 I remember this clearly. We were doing, it was a club all the time. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you know what? Let me integrate myself in doing weddings. Right. Let me do some baby shower. Let me do private parties, corporate events. Yes. So that's another way that I was able to build my brand off that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, And that really helped out. The Pinnacle brand a lot. You diversified. Exactly. Beautiful word, exactly. diversify. And then, like, around that time, that's when I started clicking up with different people and then started BCB. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so, let me tell you something about BCB, man. BCB, very loyal group of guys who all, they're trying to, they're, they're building a stable foundation for themselves definitely. and building a name. And I think that's super important for everyone that's listening. So... When you were building that brand, yeah, you were building this point. So take me into you, you were we we me and you were working together at one time. I was yeah. managing um, Pinnacle at one point, yeah, and it was a beautiful thing. But I understood like as time went on around, I would say around 2013, about 2014, 14, yeah, we. We both decided that we both needed to change. I needed to make some change because I needed to know more about yeah, who I was. Exactly. And Penn was Penn knew what he direction he was going in. Yeah. I was flip flopping. I remember I remember <laughs> Dell work. I remember Dell work telling me straight up like he couldn't I couldn't manage him anymore. And I remember when I came to you about it, you were like, Bro, I already know. Like yeah. I got my I, I, I kinda got this now. And that right there, I gotta say thank you for doing that. Because when you did that, you let me take care of my business and didn't put me in a place where I need you and you weren't all about yourself. Yeah. And that's something I respect more so than anything else. It's because you were you were being you. Yeah. And you weren't trying to be selfish about it. You were like, yo, you got to do your thing. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you always going to be family. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, but not many people do that for people. People do it for their own selfish reasons. You know what I'm saying? I mean, death. But at yeah. the end of the day, yo, at the end of the day, like, 
people come to your lives for a reason. Yeah. Whether it be good, bad, and different. I think we but, had a great, great run. But oh, we had a fantastic run. Oh, the yeah. run was dope. Like, yeah. it, it, like it was cool, man. Yeah. We was doing shows and everything else. Mm-hmm. All that was cool. But when it comes to like you know, it's certain things that we need to know about ourselves right. and about the business first before yeah. we can take on something else. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. pretty much what that was. Right, and that's important. That's important. And sometimes we get caught up in our own ego, and when you step away from your ego, yeah. you can see shit. You yeah. see a whole bunch when you step away from your ego. Oh, no, this business was definitely humble yourself because it definitely humbled me. Yeah, yeah. Know what I mean? Because I know I had my, I, I had my moments, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But then when reality sat in, that's when it took me down. Like, okay, mm-hmm. let me... um. Get off my pedestal, high horse, for a second. Right. And go yeah. rebuild this foundation I'm exactly. standing on. Exactly. So now, you know what I mean? Now, who's in, in your group, in your crew? Well, well, right now, my crew right now is um, my man Breezy. Yes. Shout out to Breezy, You man. know what I mean? Real name Eric. Let me tell you something about Eric, man. I just want to say Super a little loyal. Quick, so, so one thing about Eric, man. Yo. <laughs> e, E, shout out to you, bro. I have so much love for this man because when he goes through shit, He's handled his business. He stayed focused, and he's he's down for the cause. And there are not a lot of people who are like this man. So shout out to that facts. man. Shout I mean, out honestly, man. I mean, E Breezy was like the 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 for one of the first members. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, I remember. And he's been there up until this day. Like yeah. I had members of BCB come and go. Yes, come and go. Yes. But he's the one that been loyal mm-hmm. all the way through. You know what I'm saying? And um. I mean, I respect, that's my brother. Like, I respect him loan for that. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, then I got my man Mike. Mike. You know what I mean? He came into the folds, this would be about three, four years. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And now he went from a, he went from a dude that was staying in the house, anti social, I'm going to just play video games, to now being one of Jersey's top promoters. Right. Now, I mean, because pretty much I was like, you know what? And, all, and it's funny. I told him, like, you know what? I'm DJing at Studio 21 in New York. Mm-hmm. Come out. Right. And then he seen it, he said, like, yo, this is cool, this is cool. It's like, yo, would you want to yeah. be a part of this? You know, would you want to do this? Then he was like, yo, he's he's with it. You know what I mean? And pretty much after that, it just took off to the point where now, like, yo, he's doing parties without me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, he's yeah. doing his own thing. Like, yeah. if, if I'm able to, like, you know, assist him mm-hmm. in certain things, he takes care of the rest. Right. And to me, if I'm able to open up a door for someone and they can actually benefit from, from that... I feel like I've done my job. You're building a team. Yeah, that's, that's part of building a team. Now, I mean, being the leader right there. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, man, you don't tell people what to do, but you show them how to do it. Exactly. And that's how you become a boss. And if they want to take the knowledge and do something with it, exactly. then, then you're doing the right thing. Exactly, man. We all got to eat. Yeah. Now, I mean, yeah. the, the table can't be leaning. and got to be level. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, bottom line, and that's what BCB was about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody got to bring something to the table. Right. You just right. can't re- wait and rely on somebody else to do something for you. Nah, you can't. You got to do your own thing, and you got to allow people to do their own thing. No, that's definitely. how you. That's how you build a team. Definitely. If you're trying to always, you know, micromanage a team, it won't. It won't work. Not at all. It won't work. This ain't not football, homie. This is not, not football. At, all. <laughs> at the end of the day, man, you need a team. There's no. It's 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 hard doing it, trying to do everything by yourself. Yeah. And you he, need a t- you need a team. You need a strong foundation that that has your back. Mm-hmm. And and you pursuing your dreams and your goals, and so you, you need, need that. faith. You gotta have faith oh, in them. God all day. Yeah, you gotta have. I say, pray it up. Now, when you you're building your team, who else is on the team? By the way, right now, just us three primarily. Like mm-hmm. we have other members of the team, but you more like affiliates. I get what you're saying. I know what I mean? But also got to big up 
another team that I'm with now, mm-hmm. um, I DJ for an uh, artist named Felly Fame. Yes. yes. MNDS Fortune Gang. Fire. Um, so it's, you know, he's such a talented soul. He just needs he just he, he just needs that look I think man he just needs he's, uh, he's I, such a talented soul. Do you remember when we first I think we first met the guy we were in the city he was um Billy's uh Billy J's artist I think it was the first time I met the guy Was it back then? That's the first time I had met him. You met him back then. Yeah, I met we him go then. back me all right put it this way it, this is about to be like 08ish 09 but that's how far we go back. Right. Cuz we used to do parties at the VFW in Lodi. Wow. And this is back when Jay Mills was that dude. That's how far back this is. We're taking it. Jay Mills Super was bad. that dude. Yes, man. Matter of fact, what's that song that Jay Mills had? Um, Before everybody was really um, on, on apps on their phone or anything like yeah, that. Jay Mills had that one Shit. song, but it had like the reggae beat. And that song was huge. It was all over, all over the radio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So pretty much it was him, um, Uncasa. Like they would come there. You know what I mean? They would be real cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's when Felly would used to throw the parties back in Lodi. And then I'm DJing and I will bring Spin King along with me. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Because right, right. pretty much, you know what I mean? I was mentoring him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And we would just all rock out. And that's how we all got cool. Got cool then. Mm-hmm. And then pretty much we just stayed cool from there. And then now he's like doing his own thing, man. Man, what independent artist you know mm-hmm. made two movies? Written and produced by himself. <laughs> Not many, my friend. Know what I'm saying? Not many. And then you remember that Coors Light um, like rap challenge with Ice Cube and DJ Drama? Yeah. He won it. Know what I'm saying? Right. And like he and he just put out a great album mm-hmm. called The New Elvis. Right. Dope album. A lot of a lot of DJs on there. A lot of a lot of original music. You know what I mean? Which a lot of artists these days. I don't think I don't know why they don't grasp of making original music like that. They always like to take somebody else's style or take another beat, but yet it's a copycat it's, it's, era, it's, man. It's a copycat era. I'm, I'm not a fan at all. I'm not of, a fan at all. I was going to ask you who you listen to right now. I don't, I, I don't need these hot pocket rappers. <laughs> you know what I mean? These oval red and bakas. Yeah, know what man. I mean? Just pop them in the microwave. Boom! There's a rap artist. Okay, yeah, on to man. the next. Like man. it's 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 annoying. Like that's why I appreciate. Felly because he's original. Yeah, there's a lot you know of what I'm rappers. Saying? He's talented. A lot of rappers I think are nowadays might not understand the value of back in the day how how important it was to get signed. You remember when yeah. I was talking about this to um the um to my last episode with uh with, with my man Crump and I was yeah. telling him, you know off air we were talking about um just basically like when I remember I remember the day I found out that ASAP crew had been signed. Yeah, and they got like one point three million or something, yeah. some crazy number. We were just staring at the like the number, like this crew got what? And that was around the time everybody was beginning to get into what we call the creative tribe. Like it was just like a mm-hmm. a flood of very creative people yeah. all getting into one thing. So that right there, the fact they were coming from from New York, New Jersey area, yeah, and they were getting to that level, it was a mind blowing thing. It definitely was. I mean, for because at the time people weren't getting signed to the, that kind of money, not as no. a crew. They might have got, you know, maybe one person might have got signed, like maybe half a million dollars, like a three sixty deal. Yeah, one but, of those, but not that kind of advanced money. Yeah, that's and this is this is this is just when YouTube begins to to come into play. Yeah, and everything else now. This this thing where you're working now with a, with an artist who's who's on the on the cusp of, of 
bubbling at this point. Yeah. Like he's about to, to move. Yeah. And you're you're moving in that direction. Yeah. How is it now working with an artist at this stage of your career? Then prior to working with an artist back in, I would say, in the early part of your career? I mean, honestly, um, I'm more seasoned now. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. I'm a season. I'm a seasoned vet. Yes, as you would say. Yes. So I, I pretty much done a lot of showcases. I DJ for like a bunch of different artists here and there, mm-hmm. and different um platforms. Right. But now it's like I know what to do. I know how to maneuver myself. I know what ideas I can feed off the artist. Right. And then they, the DJ and the artist don't have that connection. It's not going to work. Correct. You know correct. what I'm saying? Big, back, big correct, right? There. Like back then, it was like it was cool, but. <laughs> We just did it on the fly. We ain't rehearse. We ain't go over mm-hmm. stuff. Or it's last minute. We rush and stuff. Nowadays, it's like, nah. You send me your songs. We, we, we got a show on Tuesday. Yeah. Cool. Two, two, um, like in two weeks, you send me the songs today. Yeah. Let me, put, let me upload this into my system. Mm-hmm. Let me know when you want to start. We're going to cut it off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then give me the order. Like, we pretty much get all that. Off the bat. You know how to work it better. Exactly. Point, you know what I mean? Then you rehearse, you rehearse, get that formula going, get that that, that chemistry going. Because mm-hmm. you need that chemistry. Yes, you do. You know what I mean? Yes, you do. Because things can't get awkward on stage. <laughs> Me and you both seen artists Ooh. or DJs freeze up. Shit, you know what man. I'm saying? I remember when you you and Dubs, I remember back in the day, you and Dubs were going to work together. And it just, it seemed like it just needed... Before we went out there and did anything, it just needed you guys needed at least three or four months of just working together, working on yeah. doing things. Yeah, we we rushed into that. I personally think this is just my own personal view. It was a we rushed it too fast, and it could have yeah. worked out if niggas just gave it more time. But I think that's that's just the story of everything. Oh no, definitely. That. It's oh, a lear- it's, it's a learning experience. Learning experience. It's a learning experience. I think it's I think it's an overview of all of everybody's work. Yeah, not just you between you and him. I'm just talking yeah. about in general. Period for everybody. Definitely. You need to vibe out with the person that you're working with. Yeah, you know what I mean, like not just yo, we working. No, go out, chill, yeah. be around each other. You know yeah, what I mean, yeah, it's yeah. almost it's almost like being an NBA. If you don't <laughs> vibe with your players you're playing with, right? How you think you're gonna play on the court? Exactly. Chris Paul and Harden couldn't have worked together had they not spent a whole summer just working together. Big facts. Because you can't do like you can't do it like KD just can't. Put on a jersey one night and not, and then come in there and then try to figure out his chemistry with all these guys. It takes four or five games, yeah. And it takes, and you saw what happened when LeBron went down to Miami. Oh yeah. And you saw he brought Allen in, he brought yep. Bosh in. It yep. took them, uh, it, and I know people got short sighted memories, but it took them a minute. It took them a full year to get together. Really, and it, a even whole if, season. Even, even, if they, even if they made, even the when finals. they made the finals, and lost to the Dallas. Yeah. They need a whole year, and and, and you got to approach. You know, artists like like music mm-hmm. just like that. Yeah, because Dallas, they had the chemistry. They had been playing definitely. together for a little while. They oh, knew yeah. each other. So you couldn't beat that, man. You can't beat that. When I definitely you, couldn't beat that when at you, all. I think that's the key to any long-term future with anybody that you work with. Is no, definitely. We need, I need to know what the, you're about, homie. Yeah. You need to know what the fuck I'm about before we start running our mouths about we got shit popping. Exactly. And I think that... You this time around, I think this is this is no this, 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 this time around. Point. This time around, um, I think this this is the one. I mean, you know how sometimes you just get that feeling. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the feeling. I that's the feeling I got once everything came together, and then I really felt that, um, 
when we did when we did the tour date with Fetty Wap in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the day I know, like, yo. Was that the? I saw you put out a video a few months back where yeah. you were like you were you were. That was then. That, yeah, that was in February. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. man. Now I mean, you got about fifteen hundred people. Screaming yeah. fans, you know what I mean? And, and, and they, the energy was so real, the love was so real. You know what I'm saying? And I was just grateful for the opportunity to even be blessed on that stage. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, man. And then, mind you, Fatty Wop's crowd is 90% Caucasian in North Carolina. <laughs> Yo, what? 90% Caucasian. That had to blow your mind, oh, man. OD. <laughs> I would say about maybe like 8% black, and then they got like a lot of Native Americans here, so that's yeah. probably the other 2%. You know what I'm saying? I would never think that. Yes, definitely. So when that whole day was chaotic with the whole time to do sound check and stuff. But mm-hmm. but um but that was a learning experience in itself. Oh, sound uh, definitely was. Always are like, to me, but to me, like that was like my first like major, major mm-hmm. tour date that me DJing. Like I did like showcases here and there, or mm-hmm. I did like festivals, like mm-hmm. I did the um the Puerto Rican Day Festival, I'll be back. He played um Brooklyn, the movie ATL. Right, okay. I, okay. I DJ for him. Okay. I mean, that's one of my homies. Right. Um, But, like, to me, like, this tour date with Fetty Wap, like, us opening up for him mm-hmm. was a huge thing because now we're working with Live Nation. Live Nation sees this. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You never And you never people. know what's going to take you. So, so, pretty much, I went from opening, like, I'm, I'm DJing, getting the crowd hype. Right. And then that's when I pretty much got around the booth. Mm-hmm. And interact with the crowd even more. You know what I'm saying? That Got was them so super sh- hype. When I tell you, when I saw that, yeah. I remember I I, talk, I spoke to when I had Bill on the, on the podcast. We spoke about it. It was just to see you do that yeah. for me was like confirmation of everything I knew, fam. Yeah. But on top of that, it was just like boom! Look at this! Like he's he's finally fully integrated into into who he is. This is yeah. 100 who he is. Yo, and even though you were losing your voice in it, you didn't care. And Yo, I was like, I was I had so inspired. A ball. I had a ball, man. To me, I was like, to me, I felt like God just created that opportunity for me to like, you know, what really showcase my talent. And I don't say, I don't care if I'm opening, closing. I'm going to just, I'm going to go all out. Yeah. It could be 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people. I'm going to go all out. And so for me to get the energy from them and they and, and, and it's going back and forth to me was a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? And not too many DJs could say that. No. There's not. No. no. There's not too many DJs could say that. Because you got some, I mean, some DJs that don't want to talk on the mic. Right. I was one of them starting and not go to yeah. front. When mm-hmm. I first started DJing, I was not talking on the mic. I remember this. You know what I mean? Yes. But honestly, it took me... Listening to Kid Capri to actually like you know what that's what I need to do. Kid Capri had a you mentioned him twice now. Kid Capri had a uh, heavy, a, a heavy influence, very heavy influence on me. Did you ever meet homie? Oh yes, at the Global Spin Awards. Nice. Um, met him there. Um, actually I met him in Pathmark back in the day too. You know what I mean? And shout out to Ron Faison, he made a connect nice. with me and him. That should link up. Big and I'm cool to and I'm cool to son um, Boss Man Q. Uh-huh. Um, that's his, that's his actual blood son, right? And um, me and him is really tight too. He be in um down in Atlanta. Okay. So um, shout out to boss man Q. He's cool too. But yeah, man, like I always saw you. I always saw you as traveling to Atlanta and blowing up down there. Yo, you know what? Yo, quiet as kept. I thought about moving to Atlanta like six years ago. Mm. Thought about it. Thought about it. Now I mean, something told me to take that leap, but then it's like. My family's here, so that's that's kind of like the thing that kind of 
kept me here, but I always wanted to move to Atlanta. Like every time I go to Atlanta, mm-hmm. it's always love. Yeah, it's yeah. always yeah. love. I can see that happening for you, man, because people people down in Atlanta are different. But it's crazy though. It's, it's crazy how sometimes you gotta go out of state to get love. Well, ah, here you go, man. Now, real talk. I, I keep it. A, yo, we keeping a thou. Yeah, yeah. On the Brian Johnson podcast. Thank you, sir. We Thank are you. keeping it Thank a thou. Let me let me just let me just break this down for you, man. People don't think you're special in your own place because they've seen you for so long. When they don't see you and you come from another place and you go somewhere else, you're considered special because you're not something they get every day. If I told you to go mm-hmm. sit here and every day for lunch you're going to eat McDonald's the number t- on the dollar menu, you're going to eat the number two, you're going to eat a double cheeseburger every day, <laughs> you're not going to think that's special, right? Exactly. But... If I told you, you now you're going to go to Red Lobster and you're going to get the shrimp dinner. With the cheddar biscuits. Cheddar biscuit on this day, that's special, right? Exactly. So I finally figured that out. Because I used to think, yeah. why, don't, why don't we support ourselves? Why don't we anybody support each other? It's I, crazy, I, though. I realized, like, that's so crazy. because you, you think I'm regular, I'm not special enough for you to support. Exactly. So I'm not going to support. And two, you might feel like, you know, the hate is still there. Oh, yeah, it is. There's a yeah. lot of people that <laughs> undercover hate. Yeah, man. Smile yeah. in your face, yeah. but yet quick to talk behind your back. Or they give and then you, the, you go and then you find out mm-hmm. they talk about you from somebody else. But and then on top of that, they'll give you the, the pound and the oh yeah. Oh we'll, yo. We'll link, we'll link up now, probably. Oh no, I get the yo, yo, pin what up, bro. Yo, we been doing this, bro. Yo, mm-hmm. bro, we been trying to do this party. Like, mm-hmm. like, bro, you was just talking, I heard you was talking shit about me. Like, <laughs> what's what's going on? Like Small world like, after like, all. Like, 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 like really? <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, but they're gonna look you dead in your face, though. They'll look you dead in your face and ask you for a favor. Yo, big facts. Yo, son. yo, big facts, son. It's, big facts. It's, like, 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 you get mad at me because you did something to me, and I don't want to do anything for you. And I mean, you owe me money, but yet you want me to do A, B, C, D, and E, F, G for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's always been a case. People owing you money and stuff. And Not I, big facts. I think I think that's that's. Something every DJ, no oh, matter where they oh, come yes. from, has to deal with that. Oh, yes. You get the runarounds from these promoters out here. Yeah. And that's why, like, I was able to start my own thing, like Firewaters. Right. Oh, I mean? We didn't even talk about Firewaters. Firewaters was a run, brother. Yo, Firewaters, we had an amazing run before the BS. For, but s- for those, those of you who don't know, Firewaters is a, was a local sp- Local, th- uh, little local drinking spot that everybody kind of went to. Yeah. When Penn got his foothold in that place, it became Turned like it upside down. It became the the, the, the place down. to be. And in this area, the place to be is New York. But when it when this came on, everybody yo, started gravitating here. It was a major thing. Yo, it was a major. I'm gonna talk. I, I gotta talk about this. Now mm-hmm. I mean, because Firewaters used to be they had events back in the day, but then it died down for a long time. It was dead. Right. So once I got finally got my foot in the door, I was like, I right, did one Saturday. It was dope. Yes. Then wait a couple of months. Then another Saturday it was dope. Yes. I was like, you know what? Let's try this weekly. Yeah. So we started doing Thursdays. It was doing pretty decent. Mm-hmm. And then we said, you know what? Let's move to Fridays. And that's when I brought somebody in. I was like, you know what? I can. I know it's it's you can do this by yourself. So I brought somebody in that I trusted at the time. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? To help me take this to another level. Mm-hmm. But people knew, like, yo, Penn brought this up. Like Penn. Resurrected fire waters. Yeah, you like sure I'm not going to front. I brought that place back to life. Yeah, because corporate rise, even corporate rise, they had to acknowledge the fact they had that, to that, that they had no choice. He, he basically kept the doors open. Yo, <laughs> the no, 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 definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Like 
I could tell you when I first started Fire Orders, there was about $14,000 in the hole. In the time that I ran that spot, that place went six figures. Heavy. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, they may not have seen that whole, all that six figures because he got, you know, light bill and all right. those bills and dirt. Right, but, right. yo, they was, they was good money. Right. Lights was going. The only thing that kept it, you know, from sliding off is mm-hmm. when the hood gets involved. Yes. We know how that going. But, yes. but, but, but I'm not even going to talk about that. I just want to talk about the positives. Right, right. To me, like, I was, we was the only spot that had people from New York come to Jersey just to party. Exactly. We had people from South Jersey come up to Hackensack just to party. Mm-hmm. We had celebrities in it. We know, did you know we had Kevin Lyles in there? What? Get the hell I had a I had a drink with Kevin Lyles. Oh, that's crazy. At Fire Orders. Kevin Lyles. And then on there, he was like, yo, he was like, yo, Penn, you're doing a good. He told me, he's like, yo, Penn, you're doing your thing. Right. I just can't take the pictures in here because I want nobody knowing I'm here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, cool. He get, you know what I mean? He gave me, a, he gave me a big hug. Uh-huh. He's like, keep doing what you're doing, and he left. Kevin Lyles. Yeah. That's see, that's that's a name that you 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 would think you're gonna say some rapper or somebody else, but you say yeah. some exec Yo, who's the major, Kevin Lyles. who's who's a major. Mm-hmm. That's a. That's we had a some. Big we deal. had some of your Giants football players in the building. Shout yeah. out Dwayne Harris. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, people came in there like you would never really expect like for free. Like usually you had to pay these people to come in your spot. Yeah. These people just came in on just off the strength like yo, let me grab a hookah, some drinks, I'm chilling. That's a major calling call. Know what I mean, me. man, that's just a major calling call. I mean, so, calling card to do. So I could definitely say like, yo, I was able to resurrect a building. Now I mean, mm-hmm. not many. Not said not many DJs could say that. That's on your resume now. That's on my resume. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So I'm resurrecting clubs, doing tours. Yeah. Um, cl- I mean, DJing all over. You know what I mean? Got my corporate brand. Mm-hmm. Doing the weddings and the, and, the, and the baby showers and all that. Child Next Level Entertainment. That's my corporate brand. Right. Got it. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to touch all that. Now, you've had a lot of... All that. You've talked about a lot of good things that were going on. Yeah. But, but you recently had some medical complications that yeah, kind of like threw your life into a twirl. Yeah, man. Like... Speak about how did that come about and where were you at prior um, to and where are you at now after? Honestly, it was crazy because the week prior to that, I'm DJing La Marina. Yeah, I remember La Marina. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was fine. Yeah. Know what I mean, I'm DJing La Marina. My first time there, I'm fine. And a week later, um, I just had an episode where I couldn't, pretty much couldn't move. Wow. I couldn't move, lightheaded, dizzy. Nobody knew what was going on. The next thing you know, paramedics is taking me away from the house. Ended up at um the hospital. That must be ah, that's such a freaky moment. Yeah, man. Yeah, like 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 I said, a lot of people don't know this. So it's so this is this is brand new to y'all. Now I mean it's the first time I'm actually telling people this story besides those that already know that I chose to tell. Yes. Um, but like long story short, um got diagnosed with diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, which I which I didn't know was I knew like it was in my family, but I didn't know like, I had it. Right. And so when the doctors like, took my blood sugar, it was like at 416, which is dangerous. You know what I mean? And then at that point, Life-threatening my moments. organs wasn't cooperating. That's got to be one of the most scariest moments you know what in I'm your saying? life, man. Uh, definitely. I mean, it's crazy when, when doctors come to your mother saying that your son is touch and go, so we got to keep an eye on him because he may die. Wow. I, and all this time, I, I, to my own discredit, I was... I thought, you know, he was just in there for a couple of days for observation. I didn't know you it was that serious. Yeah, that serious, man. August 26, 2017 changed my life. I could definitely say that. Yeah. It's a wake up call when you get a life changing. Oh, definitely. Like it's it, it's 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 definitely a wake up call, but um for every like 
dark side, you got to look at the bright side. Right. God kept me here for a reason. Yeah. So he's not finished with me yet. You know so, what I'm saying? So your faith has gotten stronger. Oh, definitely. You can tell by that. Definitely. What kind of things changed in your lifestyle? Um, I cut a lot of people off. Okay. Because okay. that's when like the pretenders really showed themselves. Yes. Those that... Yo, Penn, you my mans. Yo, we are going to the party or blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But yet, I hit you up like, yo, I'm in the hospital. I almost died. Yeah. No text, no visit. Nothing. And then once I get home from the hospital, that's when like, yo, I heard you was in the hospital. I was like, last time I checked, my mans told you I was in the hospital. And I told you I was in the hospital and you never hit me back. Wow. Know what I'm saying? So I had a couple people like that. Now, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Now, I mean, like those that who I told afterwards, like 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 people that I told after the fact I was in the hospital, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But while I'm lying up in there for a full week, bruh, I get nothing. I remember, I remember hearing that you were in there for a while. Yeah, and I remember being like, man, I don't. I just hope that it's just a recovery and it is monitoring him. And you tell me how serious it was, and I'm like, now you're telling me, I'm just like, geez, bro, you really could have died. Oh, definitely. You really could have died. Definitely. Three doctors told my mother that. Yeah, man. You definitely. Three did. doctors told my mother yeah, that. It could have been a rap for Mr. Pinnacle. Now, what have you changed about your life now besides cutting people off? Your oh yeah, no, nah, yeah. Lifestyle wise, pretty much, um, staying fit, watching, want to eat. All right. Sleeping is definitely a big thing. I was always mad at sleeping you for not working was, out and not getting enough rest. I was used yeah, to be pissed at you for that. Yeah, shit. sleeping was definitely big. I was definitely um. Burning candles at both ends a right. lot, right. know what I'm saying? And and when you burn candles at both ends and not properly taking care of yourself, and then being stressed on top of that, because stress definitely like like doesn't help your diabetes as well. Yes, know what I'm saying? So I had all that going for me. Mm-hmm. So pretty much that was a perfect concoction for failure, for like for my demise. Know what I'm saying? Word. So since then, um, pretty much I've been, I've been been dieting properly. Um, cut down a lot of stuff probably, resting a lot. Have you, like Honestly, I haven't took it at as many gigs as I used to. I slowed down on them just to make sure I was right. Like Even till today, at this moment, I pick and choose what gigs I want to do. You know what I'm saying? So you're learning to be not the so-called thirsty DJs, we like to call them, but you're learning to be more of the more aware and pace yourself DJ. Exactly. I got you. That's pretty much where I'm at now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just gradually... Right, you know what I mean, but like I said, with with God behind my back, family behind my back, and um, and me actually following doctor's orders, mm-hmm. I've been taking off a lot of medications. Like this is like I'm I'm at like pretty much almost where I should be. Yes, and like it's dramatic from where I was in August to where I am right now. It's like I'm a whole new person. You know what I'm saying? And um, I just got to keep doing what I'm doing and not regress back. That's good, man. I, yeah. I you've taken a forward step. I yeah, can definitely. see that in you because I know you for so long, so I know yeah. you know the differences and everything else. I just I'm just glad that you finally are listening to your body. No, definitely. Because I because let me tell you something about Penn. There was one one barbecue that we did. Oh Lord Jesus! And this story, we're gonna tell this story. Why are we telling this story though? <laughs> like, leaving, yo, why are we telling this story? You think you can get away without telling this story? Just buddy. don't mention no names. I'm not gonna mention any names. Right, let's let's put it this way. <laughs> we were at a barbecue. He was the DJ, and let's just say Pin almost went through a twelve pack of Coronas, and he's the DJ. Okay, so he's he's drinking it, he's drinking it. But D- see, Pinnacle's got a relative of his, 
And he's his relative is my man. And his <laughs> relative showed up with some brown liquor that we will not name on this podcast. Nope. And he started drinking that. And let me tell you something about Penn. At that point, Penn became a whole nother person, fam. Yep. And it's a little crazy. Let's put it that way. Yeah. I can't really go into all the details, but let's just say Penn was on cloud nine. He, the kids say lit. I was lit. more cloud nine, the kid, man. The kids say I was lit. On, I was on Super Saiyan. <laughs> the kids say lit. Penn was, Penn was a forest fire. Okay? Like, it wasn't just like, I mean, it was wild. We had a, it was one of the, it was one of the craziest barbecues I've ever been to. And it's a legendary barbecue. Let's put it that way. Legendary moments. We won't go into all the details because obviously for, yeah. for for name reasons and other stuff. But yeah. let's just say it was amazing. It was a night. It was a night. It was a night that we remember as. It was a night I barely remembered. He barely remembers it, but I was there. I watched everything happen. It was pretty crazy. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thank Pin. God I lived around the corner at that time. <laughs> yes, yes, Lord, Pin. Let me um, let me ask you this though, man. Yeah. Tell the people what they who they should be checking for music wise right now that you've heard a couple things from. And who are you list? Who who are you listening to right now? Uh, check wise, definitely got got shout out my MNDS crew. You know what I mean, um, young fella, J Bug, and of course Felly Fame, man. Really three dope artists that bring different things to the table. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And okay. of course Felly, like you know, what I'm saying we met over here in Jersey, but he's actually from Pembroke and down in North Carolina. I got you. You know what I'm saying. So. He has that flexibility. And young fellas also from down there, and then yeah. got got my cousin actually, Jay Bugs, who's you know from the New Jersey area. Mm-hmm. Um, those are three like upcoming artists. Um, shout out Just Dollars. Yeah, shout uh, out to Just Dollars, man. Nah, I mean, Real shit from the hood, from nah, my I mean, hood. Got man. shout out Just Dollars. Yeah, man, from the block, man, my man. Nah, I mean, he's he's definitely um, a dope artist. Nah, I mean, we did that mixtape. Mm-hmm. Nah, I mean, to me, it was a classic mixtape. Nah, I mean, got to you. me, it was dope. Got a lot of love. No, I mean, um, let me see, I love dope artists. Um, I gotta say, my man Live Moolah, you know what I mean, from New York, he's a dope artist as well. Mm-hmm. Um, used to be called Ferrari Fame, he actually had a hit record um, that's called Koi that was playing on the radio a couple years ago. Then he had another record um, produced by DJ Mustard with DJ Will from Battle 5 1, another one of my homies. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to the union. Um, he was a hot record. Um, he was a hot artist. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, besides that, I mean, I check for artists here and there. Right, right. I mean, also got shout out mp3wax.com. Um, yes. Pretty much they service all independent artists. Anybody's trying to come up in the game, mm-hmm. trying to get their music out to like over 60, 67,000 DJs worldwide. Um, then we got the mp3wax generals like myself, SNS, mm-hmm. um, Mark the Spot, shout out Wade Banner over um, North Carolina. Shout out the big homie DJ Epps in Miami. He nice. pretty much he pretty much like how Flex is to New York. Yeah. Epps is to Miami. Sweet. Know what I mean? Sweet. And uh, shout out Fly Guy too. Um, other DJs that show me love wherever I go. Um, as far as I listen to right now, honestly, I keep it a buck with you. Mm-hmm. I listen to more R and B than anything. Ah. Okay. Know okay. what I mean? Like when it comes to hip hop, I'm gonna say Saha the Prince. Fire. Nice. Fire. Raps, Rhapsody, fire. Rhapsody is definitely fire. Can't go wrong with Hove. Well, to me, yo, four, four, four. I'm sorry, to me, that to me, I liked it myself. Personally, I loved it. I, I know just, me. I, I could, because I can, because of my age, I guess in a know way, I, mean? I could relate to every exact thing he was saying. I understood. Yeah. It. Clearly, it was clearly the most. To me, it was the most thoughtful album. 
that has been released oh, for a very long time. It told a great story. Yeah, man. It told yeah. a great story, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, other hip hop artists, definitely Kendrick. Kendrick is fire. Nah, I mean, um, my fa- one of my favorite artists of all time is Fab. Well, ending for, that's that's you already know. I, I've been uh, a fab fan since middle school, so listen, you know me. You can't tell me nothing wrong. There's listen. There's fab to me. If fab is not in your top ten. I don't know how no to explain to you. To me, he's in my top no ten. Facts. I don't care what no one says. This is not facts. You know? I mean, to me, like, that's like now. I mean, I listen to a lot of throwbacks. Yeah. But I mean, but yeah. like I said, I listen to a lot of R and B. Like, oh well, I got shout out Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez is fire. Right. Um, Travis Scott's fire. Travis Scott, very true. Very, um, very true. Who else it was to listen to? Uh if I go to R and B route, one of my favorite R and B groups right now is Division. What? I know I gotta listen to that. Yeah, Division is fire. Okay. Um Daniel Caesar, fire. Mm. Her, fire. Her, wow. Her's fire. I hear that on the Joe Button podcast all the time. That's her is so yo, she is so dope. Right. Is, got is this. it her and him? It's some some other guy named him. It's her and him. That I don't know. Yeah, I heard this. But her, her is dope. Is yo man. Like SZA. Yo, no, SZA's dope. SZA's dope. SZA's fire. SZA's dope. I do. I like SZA a lot. Yeah. I mean, um, and another thing I started too, which a lot of people don't know. What? I DJ a lot of Spanish music. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about quickly. quickly. I wanted to quickly go over that. What kind of music are like? Because you know me, I got, I I like um. You know, Swedish House Mafia and that genre of music. Okay, I love. EDM House. EDM, I, love, I love that. I love, love that. that. I love that music for some reason. Like, so like to me, like like I said, you know me. For those that don't know me, people think I just play hip hop. No, this guy. People just people think, been in people a lot people, people music. think I just play hip hop. Yeah. Now I mean, matter of fact, it's funny because I contacted a club today because it's a brand new club, so I'm like, yo, let me see what's up. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? And they like, oh. Oh, we could work with you, but you probably best working on Sundays because that's the hip hop night. Oh, because so I told you, it was like, yo, I play everything, bro. I said, like, yo, I DJ with Alex Sensation. <laughs> so like, Alex Sensation knows me, right? right. You know what I mean, I DJ plenty of parties with him. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't just play hip hop. Yeah, I play that Latin trap, dembo. You know what I mean? Shout out to all my Dominicans. Diversify. You know what I mean? And be versatile. I play everything, yeah, and, and, and and the funny part about it is when I play it, people look at me like, "What does this black dude know <laughs> about this?" But the thing about me, sometimes, uh, I like I said, you learn to read crowds wherever you go. Right. You right. hear what's hot. Right. You may not know what they're saying, but you hear the cadence. Exactly. If you can hear the cadence, that means you can hear music. Right. And it, that's the one thing I try to I try to get people to understand, like, yo. I remember going back in school, back in college. I remember someone saying to me, "Oh, you, oh, you listen to that white music." I'm like, "Music doesn't have a color, bro." Facts. I don't know, know what the fuck. Who like who says that? <laughs> like, like, like really? Like, cause I, cause I was listening to Corn and I was listening to some other stuff. Yo, and that was cause that's and I liked like you Knows, know, was my shit though. What's that? Evanescence. Yeah, but this is oh, and Limb Biscuit. Limb Biscuit. Oh, taking it back. Corn. What was that? What was that group? Um, I can't. God, why can't I think of their name? And they're they are the quintessential. They did the record with Hove. Um, oh, Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park. Lincoln yes. Park. Oh my God. Oh, what's what's the homie name? Um, 
Oh, what's his name? Oh, I can't think of his name. What's right homie's name? I can uh, see, I can see his face, but right? I can see his face, right? But I can't remember his name. Uh, but R.I.P. to him, man. Yeah, he just passed away, and it was they yeah. were a major group, and that's what kind of sparked me to listen to other things. Even no, Dave, definitely. When I was listening to Dave Matthews Band, people would be like, "What do you listen?" I'm like, "I got, yeah. oh, I got my my musical palette opened up when I got to school." Definitely. And I know for you, yeah, being a DJ, it, you have always taught me and showed that you gotta listen to. Everything. Yeah, you gotta be. Yo, that's the only way you're gonna make it in this world is to be outside the box. Think outside the box. I used to come. So to you gotta listen to music that. outside the box. Yeah, I used to come to you and be like, "Yo, did you hear this?" Like, and I'd be surprised when you'd be like, "Yeah, we're always like, like, like what?" No, definitely. Yeah. Yes, when it comes to, come to the dubstep. Mm-hmm. I mean, the EDM, the mainstream, the top forty. You gotta diversify yourself as yeah, a DJ. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because end of the day, if you look at Forbes DJ list, uh-huh. there's not one urban DJ on the top ten. Uh-huh. And that's what these people don't get. No. You know what I'm saying? So now you see more and more minority DJs converting over to EDM festivals. Yeah, I see that. Yo. I mean, like Carnage. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You know Carnage, what I'm saying? Carnage. Why does that name sound familiar? Well, Carnage yeah, he, Well, Carnage had a record with um, Young Thug. That was pretty dope. That okay. came out last year. Okay. But Carnage does a lot of the EDM festivals. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, he's one of us. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Which is very rare. So when I go to these certain places... And they hear me playing some EDM or some top 40 mainstream, or if I'm doing a Latin set, playing some bachata merengue. Right. So, I mean, some, some Latin traps from Dembo, they were like, wait, you, you, you do this? Yeah, that had to happen. I know the part of that had La Marina had to influence some of that. Like, you got some of your skills off. Oh, that, I, mean, that, I mean, honestly, having diversity with friends and being around certain people, like, honestly, I learned majority of my Spanish music from being in the barbershop. Okay. I mean, I had my barber Spanish. The majority of the barbers there are Spanish. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, my girlfriend's Dominican, so she put me on that stuff. Right. A lot of my friends that I'm cool with know Spanish music. Yeah. And so, so pretty much, they put me on. Right. Like, like, like they put me on the Spanish music. I put them on the reggae. Sweet, sweet. Because you know me, you need reggae, you need dancehall, you need yeah. soca. But that's you, what, need, you need Afrobeat. You come to me. That's what, yo. When I realized that's what makes a good DJ is when I would go to other DJ sets and they would be so limited. And exactly. Like, you gotta play other stuff. You, gotta you have it. to. That's the only. Way, that's the only. That's the only way you could you could diversify your situation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you go stay in that 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 one lane, how you expect to get off the highway? You can't get off the highway because that lane. If you stay in that, you gotta get over to the all the way to the right. Exactly. Lane to get off the highway. You never get over the exactly. That lane. So you keep there. on traveling that urban field, but yet you want to get to like you know the corporate money. You got to diversify what you what you play. You got to change things. You know what I'm saying? Word. So like like that, and that's how I got different weddings. Mm-hmm. Now I mean, like, come on, I'm playing Beach Boys. What black <laughs> DJ you know playing Beach Boys? Hey, listen. You know what I'm saying? But a, exactly. And I mean, I could throw on some Frank Sinatra. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You listen to, you're talking to a guy and who then, listens to The Doors and Jimi Hendrix. So and don't, and don't let me start with the 80s with the AHA, the Take On Me songs wow. and all that. Like, 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 I, like I said, I, exactly, see? I know, yo, it's crazy. you know what I'm saying? So, like, I learned to listen to everything, like, everything. And right now, like, uh, one, one of the genres I really started to get into right now, uh-huh. country music. Wow. Chris Stapleton. I That's know. a song called Tennessee Whiskey, which is one of my favorite songs. Like, I know the song made about like two, three years old, but it's new to me. Yeah. And that opened up the door for me to, to, to listen to more country music. That's wild. I never thought I'd hear you say that. Yeah. I thought you were going to say metal. I'm telling you. I thought you were going to say I was Yo, metal. I'm telling you. Listen, go to YouTube, Chris Stapleton, Tennessee Whiskey. I guarantee 
you have the song on repeat. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna check that out now. In in this in this format, you're here now. Yeah. And you've you've you basically this is like your first podcast that you've done. First one, yeah. podcast and, virgin. Yes. Now, when you say diversify, is there anything that you want to get into media wise that you want to get into? You want to start go heavy on a YouTube channel? Do you want to? Go back and try to do an independent show. How do you want to? Do you do you want to get into all that? honesty, yo? Real talk. I keep it. I, I keep it a buck with you. Yeah. Yo, Billy Danielle, what's up? <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. And, and now we got we we're able. We can actually really do that at this point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like to me, I feel like yo that that was that time right there was everything. It was dope. I mean, like I looked forward to doing that. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And then the way that we all worked together, it was like seamless. Yeah, it was. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And yeah. then and then it's crazy part, like as soon as as soon as ours our popularity went up, mm-hmm. station whoop. I know. We were getting there. We were actually really And we was moving views. We was, yeah, we, we was we moving some views too, yeah. man. But not nah, yeah. definitely like um podcast is the whole I'd definitely love to do internet radio or or do a YouTube channel with the radio station. Mm-hmm. Um to me I like that because pretty much you have the freedom to do what you want. Right. Um I would love to get on satellite radio like a Sirius XM because you got a lot of you got a lot of freedom right there. Yep. Um, I think that'd be dope if you get on satellite. Yeah. I think satellite's your next move. To be honest with you. Yeah, honestly, like yeah. I, I feel like um that'd be the way to go. So um, besides that, I got that's the limit. All right, all right. So, Penn, I want to say thank you for being on this show, man. Yes, sir. So thank you again for that, man. I really appreciate you being on the show. Um, I'll just. Give me an idea of is there going to be a mixtape coming up this year or what? Um, honestly, it's a possibility. Um, right now, yeah. um, I'm just seeing how this new wave goes. You know, I got you. You know, the new pin. <laughs> you know what I mean? I so, honestly, so trying to get get acclimated to everything. I'm gonna keep it real with you, bro. I think if if you go out and eventually if you go out and do you want to go out and do your own your own comedy kind of DJ joint where you have like comedians come through and you bring yeah. different DJs on. I think if you want to do a mixtape where you got people hosting it yeah. and doing everything, I think you'd be dope you did that. I think if you want to do talent show joints, if oh, you, yeah, you want to do that. I think that right now you're at a power position and I think that you need to fully take advantage of that. But oh, I yeah. also think you need to buy into... This is my own personal opinion. I think yeah. you, I think you need, need to invest heavily right now in your molts in into your media and how you want to move digitally. Yeah, I think you need to invest. Oh think, no, definitely. I think that this year, I think this year is a, is the year of you expanding the brand even more. But that's just me. That's oh me. no, no, that's a big fact. Me being selfish. I mean, I mean, no, 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 no. That's big facts. But yeah. end, end of the day, I'm just trying to make my 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 next move my best move. Correct. And I feel like. The moves that I want to make have to be more, be more calculated now. Yes, they do. Um, I mean, because I'm not limited due to my circumstances, but I just want to make sure that I'm investing my time wisely and not like before when I was just all over the place. I got you. You know what I'm saying? So right now it's like pretty much let me sit back, observe what certain people are doing, mm-hmm. but yet still I got my pen. I take my notes. Right. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And just because I may be quiet or... People may seem that I'm not moving. You're always moving. Just be careful. Yeah. 
That's all. That's, that's all I'm gonna say. When a bro, when when we when when me when me and my people go quiet, let me tell you something, baby. We are we got shit going on. Now, I mean, I, 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 I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say I I have my hands in a couple things right now. That's all I'm gonna really say. Yes. I'm gonna leave it at that because mm-hmm. I'd rather show you than tell you. All right. All right. So, any last words that you'd like to say? Anything you want to put out there? Anything that you want to say before we get off here? Um, just want to thank. You for letting me, you know, on the podcast. And I mean, that, man. the Brian Johnson podcast. Make yeah. sure y'all tune in. Yes. You know what I mean? Big ups. Brian um, Johnson's show is on, baby. Let's do it. Uh, Follow me on Instagram or your, you know, social yeah. media at DJ Pinnacle. Where can they find you on online for the most part right now? Um, Pretty much Instagram at DJ Pinnacle. Um, Everybody knows Snapchat, Facebook, all that good stuff. Yeah. You saw what happened. Oh, man. Did you see what happened to Snapchat a few, a few months ago with Rihanna and Chris? Uh, yeah. What the hell was that about? I don't know, man. I don't know. I know it's I know it's kind of old right now. We're talking about yeah. it, but oh, that could, that was the dumbest move I think ever in life. <sighs> I don't know what's dumber that move or H and M. Mind you, I love H and M too, but y'all yeah. y'all y'all messed up. This, y'all this messed whole, up. This, when I in a few months now, hopefully, we'll I'll have a topic show coming up soon. Um, so we, I guess right now we're gonna go. Uh, listen, man. Um, I just want to say thank you to everybody. Who's been checking out the show, man? I really appreciate it. It's been it's been an amazing ride so far. I just want to say thank you to everyone. Um, thanks again for coming on the show, Pen. No, you already know. And I wanted to say, man, um, uh, you guys are gonna catch me next week, man. And I appreciate the show, the, the show of love, I should say. And I just want to say thank you to everyone. And um, I'll catch you guys next week, I guess, because I really got much else to say, man. It's just been great, man. I'll catch y'all next week, man. I'm out. <laughs>